0: Is there an imbalance in your brand galaxy, a disconnect between the internal and external message of your brand? Introducing Masters of the Brandiverse, a weekly show where business leaders can find the marketing tools they need to catapult to the next level. Join co-host Nick Coleman and myself, Graham Skaggs, as we give you strategies and concepts to successfully build a powerful brand. Welcome to Masters of the Brandiverse.
1: Hi, my name is Nick Coleman, co-host of Masters of the Brandiverse. Do you feel like your employees are not excited about coming to work? Well, in this episode, co-host Graham Skaggs and I will share with you how this simple tip can give employees the motivation they need to get more done with passion and energy. So if we're going to go into the second tip to really get your culture aligned with your brand, as a leader of your organization, you have to explain your vision, right? So you, and what I mean by that is you have to really go into details about your vision and how your team plays a part in creating that vision how they play a part into the overall story. Because it's just like with movies. When people sit down and watch a movie, a TV show, they want to get lost in the story. Mm-hmm. So in this in this time, people want to work for organizations that are doing something bigger than just making money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see this with Gen Xers now, you definitely see this with millennials, and I think millennials have started to influence Gen Xers this way. You know, and you're also seeing it with Gen Z's, right? Yeah. That they want to work for organizations that are actually making an impact on their community. So they're always looking at what's your reputation, what kind of community outreach that you're doing, Mm -hmm. right? So because they want to be a part of this bigger story, they want to work for a place that they feel like they have a purpose. So as a leader, you have to explain that vision in detail. Every single person that's on your team, whether you're onboarding, I would even go as far as saying that you also need to continuously remind your team what your vision is. Now, it doesn't mean you do it every single day, but once a month, it's really good to just sit down, mm-hmm. make sure that everyone's still on board, they understand what their vision is, what your vision is for the business, and yeah. at the same time, how they play a part in that vision.
0: Yeah, and that's like very true here at Digital Blue Beagle because- you know, within the first few weeks we started working, we decided that we wanted Digital Blue Beagle to address any problem a small business owner, or maybe not just small business owners, but any kind of problem an entrepreneur or business owner is gonna face. Mm-hmm. And so we spent a lot of time talking about the kind of problems they have, mm-hmm. thinking about what would it be like to be in a company that has basically grown past your capacity and you're, you're trying to solve all these problems and it's difficult and challenging. Mm-hmm. And so those are cultural values we have here. And so when we up to work, we feel like we're helping people solve their problems. Mm-hmm. And we feel like a greater sense of purpose than just, oh, we're here to collect a paycheck and go home.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's right. Because you hit the nail on the head. So it's like, say if you're a company that wants to end homelessness in your city. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a pretty bold statement, mm-hmm. but there needs to be meaning behind it, right? Mm. Because... That goes into really explaining your vision. So the first challenge I, I would have for uh, an entrepreneur, someone that's leading an organization, can you write down your vision in just a paragraph? Mm-hmm. If, if I was to step in front of you today and I asked you, what's the vision that you have? Can you explain it right off the bat? Right? Yeah. Because you need to have like a deeper meaning. So even even though ending homelessness, it's, again, it's a, it's a huge task. It's, a, a, it's something that's obviously good for that city. But mm-hmm. what's the deeper meaning behind it? What's the, yeah. what's the reason that got you to want to end homelessness because yeah. that's what's actually going to get people to galvanize around you. That's what's going to create the type of culture that you want where people are like, well, we're um, ending homelessness because, well, Rick, when he was a kid, he lived on the streets his whole life. He, mm-hmm. you know, he, his, his mom and his dad were in and out of these jobs. He, he didn't know if he was coming or going, mm-hmm. you know, and because of that, he doesn't want any kid to ever experience being homeless again. So yeah. going forward, our organization is all about ending homelessness for children, finding places for children so they can actually be productive in society. They can, you you see where I'm going with it? Yeah. So it's like now you have that deeper meaning and people are, are wanting to be a part of that story. Mm -hmm. So you have to know what your vision is and you have to be able to explain it to your group.
0: Yeah, because if you think about your organization as a business owner, you have, um, um, I guess you could say like one of your biggest resources is the willpower of your people. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't, willpower and energy, right? Because so if you um, have like a really inspiring mission, that's going to up the amount of willpower your people put into their projects. At the same time, if you push your people too hard, they'll burn out. Mm -hmm. So you have to walk that balance between inspiring them, but not burning them out at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, a part of creating a vision for your company is to inspire them to work harder. But if you have a culture that um, maybe, doesn't respect people you might push them too hard and they'll burn out Mm -hmm. and so you need to walk the line between like inspiring them but also not like working them out like too hard and bringing them out and respecting that you know people are still finite Mm -hmm. they're they're not capable of working you know 80 hour weeks week after week after week Mm -hmm. you know
1: you know i would actually say that it's not about pushing people it's about bringing out the passion inside of them Mm -hmm. I think that needs to be the number one focus that you have because if you have someone who spends say 35 hours that week working with you 40 hours if they're showing up to work and they're passionate and you're driving that passion Mm -hmm. then their productivity is going to be really high so you're not going to necessarily need them to work 80 hours because that 40 hours is like
0: 80 hours it's like a high quality Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and that's what you want. So, if, like, what you're talking about, if I'm pushing people to work, 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 you might not get, like, high levels of productivity. You might get them to be there with you for all these hours. They might actually produce. But if you have someone that's really passionate about what they're doing, they're going to be so hyper-focused. Mm-hmm. They're going to be so present in their job that those 40 hours that they're with you is, like, what you're talking about. It's high quality.
0: Yeah. And, and going back to, you know, writing maybe writing down your vision in a paragraph Mm -hmm. like what do you think needs to be in that paragraph to make it a like a good vision statement versus a bad one
1: i would say it really has to be your why like why at the end of the day are you doing this like why did you create this business why are why do you have this mission Yeah. You know, it's, it really is like what Simon Sinek says. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to first start with your why, and your vision is all about your why.
0: And for the record, your why should not be, I want to be the best, because that's not a good, that's (laughs) not a good why. You know, yeah.
1: But see, that goes into (laughs) what we're talking about communication. You got to be highly effective at communication. And of course, now there's the big buzz around, you know, um, Emotional intelligence. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So you got to have really high emotional intelligence, high communication skills, because yeah. if you're just saying you're the best, it's super vague. Yeah. Like like what you're always talking about. What does that really mean? Best at what? Am I the best at customer service? Am I the best at, you know, what? I have no idea what yeah, that really means. You can means. make it up. Yeah. You know, you
0: can be the best at anything, right? It's yeah. just
1: super vague. So you have to be super communicative about what it is that your, your why is really about. Yeah. And you gotta be willing to go deep.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think part, mm. of,
1: part of your why, if you really wanna get people to be inspired, you really wanna get your team to be passionate about your movement, you have to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because like what we were talking about earlier, if say like that individual that wanted to hand, end homelessness, by being vulnerable about him being a kid and that was homeless mm. that's actually will get other people to get behind that vision mm-hmm. because it's like wow I'm really feeling what his meaning behind all this is I'm, I'm yeah. you know it is it's all about that feeling I want to I want to feel with you I want to be there with you I want to like cuz cuz the thing about it is people want to help you whether you realize it or not, the people you bring onto your team, the people in your life, people surrounding you, they wanna help you. Mm. But they gotta know why they're helping you. And if they see that you're being vulnerable with your why, you're gonna get people that are gonna be passionate about what your organization's all about.
0: Hmm. That's really cool, Nick. I hadn't thought about that.
1: Oh. So, so I like this concept of like what you're saying, Like you never assume. Never assume that people know what your vision is. Mm-hmm. So again, this goes into communication, asking questions. You know, you know. I would encourage you to go to random employees. Hey, do you know why we do what we do? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know why I started this? Or do you know why I started this nonprofit? Do you know why I started this business?
0: Ask them what they think you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you might find out you're doing something way different than you thought you were.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, and maybe even ask them if yeah. they do know your vision, is the company truly doing that vision?
0: Yeah, well, cause like, let's say that, you know, you have a management team underneath you and your management team is led by a very uh, aggressive, competitive um, leader, manager. Mm-hmm. And so the company then assumes that the brand is a very aggressive one and so they value that kind of behavior Mm -hmm. you go and you talk to your manager and you find out that uh, he looks very seriously (laughs) at performance indicators and so now your employees think that oh our culture is really aggressive and that's what it means Mm -hmm. to be a valued member and Mm -hmm. you're like that's not my vision at all i'm not aggressive in in the Uh least Uh i'm a very like kind guy by knowing that those are your values then you can hire managers and communicate to them, this is the kind of culture I want to create here. We're actually mm-hmm. a very patient culture. We do value competition, but we value co- collaboration over competition. That's right. By the way, you can be a highly competitive culture if that's what your people like. Mm-hmm. If that's what you, the kind of environment that where you feel comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hire people who, you know, are trying to kind of outdo each other constantly mm-hmm. as long as it's not like a toxic culture. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's about creating a culture that's unique. That's your culture, but that's a healthy culture. That's right. Right. That's right. Cause we're not saying we're not, tra- Nick and I aren't trying to say you have to be like this mm-hmm. to be a good culture. What we're just saying is you have to communicate what that is exactly and make sure you all are on the same page. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not fair, you know, to, to Bill to be hired into a, co- a company and then find out that uh, you guys are going to be comparing numbers constantly. <laughs> like maybe that's not something he enjoys, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to—he has to know coming into the company that that's going to be a part of the culture, right? Oh, in this culture, every time you make a sale, they ring a big bell and we do a shot.
1: Because
0: <laughs> if you have like a
1: culture where people are constantly questioning, like, why am I at this place? Why? Why do I come here at this job? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate getting up and going there. Well, you're going to have a a company that the experience that your customers are having is not going to be the experience you really want them to have. Yeah. And that's really what it really boils down to is like, if you have this culture that's happy, Mm -hmm. then the experience that your customers are going to have with your brand is going to be happy because these are the people that are a reflection of your brand. They are your brand ambassadors. A lot of these people are really in... They're in the front lines. So it's like, okay, if I'm T Mobile and my customer service reps are not happy, mm-hmm. well, that's actually the first interaction that your customer's gonna have with your brand because yeah. they're gonna call the number, they're gonna say hey, I have this problem with my phone. Or what's the latest model that's out on this particular phone? And if that yeah. custo- if that employee answers the phone, they're unhappy. Well, you now your customer's gonna have a terrible experience with your brand.
0: Right. So if you've communicated your vision and your vision is we're a very competitive brand and your people love that, you have just created amazing brand ambassadors. Mm-hmm. who will then go out and create an excellent perception of your brand. Mm-hmm. They'll make more money. Your customers will be happy. You've done your job.
1: That's right, and they're <laughs> going to tell their friends and their family. Yeah. So like like what you're talking about, they're going to go home and be like, I love my job. It's super competitive. It fits all. <laughs> it checks all the boxes. I absolutely love the love this place. Mm-hmm. And then so that also actually helps recruit top talent to your organization yeah and, and when I think when I talk about top talent top talent that fits your culture mm-hmm. so there so if your organization is highly competitive well most likely they're gonna, the people there are competitive they're hanging out with other people that are competitive mm-hmm. they're talking about your culture well now other highly competitive people are going to come and want to work at your
0: yeah. Organization. People tend to hang out with people that kind of remind them of themselves, mm-hmm. right? If you're very competitive, you tend to hang out with other very competitive people, right? Mm-hmm. If you're more artsy, you hang out with more artists and more mm-hmm. thoughtful people. So, yeah, that, that all can impact your brand because, like we said earlier, your culture is a, is a set of shared beliefs and mm-hmm. values that a group of people have mm-hmm. together. Absolutely. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to Masters of the Brandiverse. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to our channel. In this episode, we discussed how crafting an inspiring vision statement can keep your vision alive in your culture. We also discussed the need your employees have to feel like they are a part of something bigger. For this reason, it's crucial to tell your employees the part they play in the story of your brand. Join us next week as we go deeper into the brandiverse. In our next episode, we'll discuss the hidden challenges of brand alignment with your culture and strategies you can use to make your brand more consistent.